0: Welcome to Questions Worth Answering with Pastor John, where we provide you with a question each day to help you grow in your faith. There are certain commercials and phrases that get stuck in your head. It's marketing genius, actually. But it also makes us walk around reciting silly little phrases in our head at random times. Some commercials that I can't seem to shake are State Farm commercials. For the past several years, they have used this good neighbor theme in their commercials. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The commercials usually involve something going terribly wrong in someone's life. A tree falls on a house or a car. What's the message that State Farm is trying to relay when things go wrong? We're like a good neighbor. We're there for you. You know, it's ironic that we would use this campaign in today's culture where neighbors don't know each other, a culture where we pull in and out of our garages without saying many words to those who live around us. If anything, we aren't good neighbors. What about you? Are you a good neighbor? I want to tell you why this question is so important. Scripture tells us about another good neighbor who was better than us and better than State Farm. In the opening chapter of John's Gospel, John writes these words in verse 14, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. In John 1, John talks about Jesus as God himself. Beyond that, he says that Jesus, as if he's putting on a jacket, decides to put on human flesh and live among the very people he created. The words here are scandalous. How is it that a God could put on flesh and become human? And a Jewish reader's ears would perk up when they hear the words that John uses here. He uses a word derived from the word tent or tabernacle when he said, Jesus dwelt among us. Any Jewish person would have seen this as a reference to the tabernacle in the wilderness in the Old Testament. That tabernacle traveled with the Jewish people, it signified God's presence with them. And when things went wrong, like a good neighbor, God's presence was there for them. What's John saying in this passage? He's saying that Jesus is the ultimate good neighbor and that Jesus gives us a good idea of what it looks like to be a good neighbor. Here's what you need to understand today. Jesus became the ultimate good neighbor so that you could better love your neighbor. Yes, even the neighbors that get on your nerves, even the coworkers that you can't stand, even that person at school who you try to avoid like the plague in the greatest commandment. Jesus calls each of us to two things, to love God and to love our neighbor. Think about that today. How can you be a better neighbor to those who are around you? Remember, Jesus moved into the neighborhood to show you exactly how it is done.